Hello, and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 210. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. And Ian. Hey, everyone. Mad Cat has joined us. Hello, hello, hello. And we've been graced with the pleasure ple- to, with the presence of the dumbass himself. <laughs> Ejaculate! Ejaculate! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's no. <laughs> oh, a childhood memory. Wow. That one's got a different arm on it, I think. That one doesn't have the plunger. <laughs> That was so. That, that is, is okay. true. That one does not have the plunger. That one will have the vacuum hose attachment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we we have sex. We have drugs. I don't think we have any rock and roll. But I would we argue that sex. And, I don't. That's not. I, I I I I think it's gonna be difficult to argue that's rock and roll. But yeah. we do have Mile High Con. So this is coming up October nineteenth to the twenty first. Ian will be there. Yes. All he'll be there the whole time. Um, yep. he'll, he'll be signing autographs. Um, Hopefully, nude selfies, whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. And, uh, there was there was also a a request I believe made on Facebook that anybody who goes to Mile High Con start stalking you. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I can't go. Anyway, so Ian's looking for any any chance whatsoever to take his clothes off. So so let him know if you want a nude selfie. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. <laughs> and and I I I believe I'm not positive, but if I run this past Lorelai, she'll she'll probably help. Yeah, actually, I <laughs> I don't I don't think that she's see her encouraging that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but do you need her pausing every five minutes to adjust the lighting? <laughs> <laughs> She'd be adjusting Perfectionist. I don't think she'd care about the lighting, though. But she'd definitely be adjusting something on it. I'm just yep. saying that she's not going to put the brakes on things here. Right? That she'll that she will help me sell Ian down the river. How is she? Uh, how is her? How is her soundtrack writing? Can she write "Bow Chicka Wow Wow"? <laughs> yeah, considering she's um been working on a Klingon opera, uh, "Bow Chicka Wow Wow" is probably not that hard. She's writing a Klingon opera. Yeah, we're part of a Klingon group. You, and, you have found um, a perfect woman. Was, I, I've got to say, that was one, she, she sounds perfect. I mean, she she's writing a Klingon opera. She's willing to let you pose naked, with uh, do naked selfies with fans. I mean, she's she's perfect. Yeah, well, I told you she had um, John Barman um, grab my ass, right? Yes, I yeah, you did, yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, this was the thing that came up and actually at her last um, little recital she did, she actually um, had the song sung. And one of them, basically, one of them, she had the, the gruesome parts about blood and stuff translated into Klingon for her, specifically because he didn't want those parts sung in her church. She's because not fluent were, in Klingon? No, we have some friends who are. But that is, basically, that is... she, she had church friends there listening to the music, and she didn't want the really gruesome stuff sung so they could understand it. So that's the stuff she made sure got trans um, translated into Klingon. So they sung it in Klingon, so her, her church friends wouldn't um, be upset by what the was actually being said. You know, if they're upset, they're not really her friends. Wow, that's just, just... exactly. And you can tell them I said that. I agree. Not your friends. But yeah, I think she's got three or four songs for that now. So, <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, 
uh, uh, do, we, do we have anything else? Um, I've been uh, I've been for nuisance reasons uh, corrupting the IP prospects for porn films. So uh, my two latest entries are Fantastic Breasts and Where to Find Them, <laughs> and The House with a Cock in Its Walls. That one is a glory hole. <laughs> so I I want to I have not listened to this podcast yet, but <clears throat> I, I'd like to mention that it's out there. It's two girls, one mic. And okay. It, it is two women reviewing porn, porn movies. And nice. It, it's on my list. And one, one of them is a, um, is a vet, the Cybabe. She, she's one of the people on the show. Um, so I definitely, I, I have every intention to check it out. I haven't yet. I, but I mean, if so, if anybody else want, uh, gives a chance to check it out, they should let us know how it is. I'm, I, I, it's just on my list. I haven't done it. So I just thought it was a cool concept. Just um, you just my point is, though, that if you see movies come out using those titles. Yes, they're your titles. Mention, remember that you heard it here first <laughs> and that they owe me royalties. <laughs> All right. Hey, Mad Cat. Yes. What time is it? Hmm. Let me see. Uh, it's five. Oh, that time. Right. Okie dokie. <clears throat> And now it is Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment brought to you by the Dumbass dumb Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. <laughs> I am happy, and you know, uh, to, to your last intro, I added some echo to it. It sounds really good because you and you did a little cool. echo on it, so I so I added some more echo. I thought I thought it turned out really good. <laughs> I was I was waiting for some. I was thinking this would do good with echo, and yep. you just perfectly read my mind. I, I did. Well, Us scorpions think the same. <laughs> uh, all right. So what I've got, um. Toronto, Ontario, is I as far as I know has the world's first robot sex brothel. I haven't heard of another one. As far as I know, it's the one. The owner of, <laughs> of, of it wanted to bring a sex brothel down here to Houston, and uh, okay, sounds like a uh, it sounds like an interesting. Why they chose Houston, Texas, I'm not sure, but of course, um, our mayor is a uh, is not having it. Well, isn't Houston real high in the number of strip clubs also? Oh, yeah. So I was looking. Texas isn't the highest as far as strip clubs go, but we're not the lowest either. We're somewhere in the middle. But my understanding is that Houston in and of itself has lots of strip clubs. Um, and so this, uh, so adding a, a, a sex, um, a, uh, basically basically what, what they have is, um, this is from a company called Kinky Dolls, and they uh, they're, they're making sex dolls. And what this is supposed to be, as a place where you can come and buy the dolls, but also you can rent one of the dolls that they have um, and try it out and, 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 and test it before you buy. So, 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 so a come one, come all. Exactly. Yeah. And our mayor is like... Uh, Do they have is, a rent-to-own program? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How about 90 days, same as cash? Oh, I... I I don't. I don't have answers to any of those questions, and because it isn't here yet, it was uh, it was scheduled to open by the I guess the end of the month. Um, 
end of maybe October. Uh, it's probably not going to happen at least by the end of October at this point. So the mayor, the mayor is pushing back, basically saying that um, uh, it's he, bad. Well, okay, uh, you know he's it, he's, he's, okay, go ahead. he's got a good point in that yeah. this could cause you know local robots who are not sex workers <laughs> no. to be endangered. That's not that's not his point. <laughs> that's not his point. No. Well, then he huh? he missed the boat on that. So one. what what he said is that this is not the. <laughs> This is not the kind of uh, business that we're looking for here, and that this is—he's—he's he's pushed back, saying that basically he—he he said that we need to look at the laws and see if there's a way. He'd like to block it, but if he can't block it, he'd like to regulate it. Now, I—I I don't know that these—that um, you—they um, probably should be regulated in some way because there is a there's a sanitation element here, right? I, I think that they are regulated by the very nature of the business. I, I'm assuming that they're either 110 or 220. So the the dolls that the uh, the dolls that they're making cost to uh, about twenty five hundred dollars to buy outright. And let's see. So and the cost for a half hour alone with a doll would be sixty dollars. So now I know that to send e or to send dumbass down to Ontario that I that I'm going to need to come up with uh, at least $50 for for the uh, for the train ride and another 60 for for his half hour with the doll. <laughs> I don't know if he can get that done in a half hour. <laughs> like, he's already I think in Ontario. I, it's I think just sending him to the right yeah. I think if we want him to be thorough, I think we need to spend an hour with the doll at least. <laughs> See uh, now, now my concern, um, just you know, when you when you're choosing the robot, you you've got those those little guys, and you know that they've just been you know scouring the deserts for these things. You, just, how 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 well maintained are they, right? <laughs> well, well, it's, it's questionable. Yeah, you might right? get stuck with the uh, <laughs> chopper. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, wise to to suggest that the um that uh, what what are, what are those guys? Uh, I forget what the um. Uh, Jawas? Jawas are are probably not too um, uh, discerning. <laughs> so I, I remember picturing the movie Cherry Two Thousand. So, anyways, so the mayor's claiming that he doesn't want to be the morality police, but yet he doesn't want this business here. And yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, he, I'm not sure what his objection is, other than that you know the idea. His wife told him no. Well, that could be. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Their objections are not exactly clear. But the idea that they should regulate it is is okay. But to just outright block it, I I'm, I don't. I have a problem with that. Now, um, one of these links that I've got in here is a. They, there is a change.org. Um, uh, let's see. Keep robot brothel out of Houston. So there's a change.org. Um, and it has um. Almost twelve hundred signatures at this point. Really? Right, but this is a city. Um, what do they think is going to happen? I don't know. The, so the the um, the people that have put this up um, is this Elijah Rising. Keep robot brothels out of Houston. Houston. Um, they say they've got oh, uh, it's up to twelve thousand supporters now of a city of four million people plus. Right. The, the, where this is the there are more people in the Houston metro area than there is in all of Colorado. This is a huge place with a with a lot of different interests. Um, so, and I I think nothing of these change.org petitions. I think change.org is a is a is fucking waste of space. 
I don't think that that a partition here has ever actually done any good. They they want well, it didn't they, keep anyone out of England, right? So, fifteen hundred people is what is what they're going for, and they're going to get it. I mean, that that's whatever. I but the, the but this but these petitions are a waste of space. Whether you're for or against them, I don't I don't think that they that they really do anything. Um, I have not signed the petition because I don't care about a robot brothel. I. I, um, th- what they're saying is that this encourages men to pay for sex, and and that it in- that it, it is um has a detrimental effect on the sex trade. When I say detrimental, I mean that it encourages the the sex trade, not not prevents it. I guess, but I don't um, I, I don't think that there, there's any reason to believe that that's true. There there's a big difference between somebody who's willing to pay for pay for sex and and somebody who is you know. Looking for you know trafficking. I guess we do have a huge problem with, with sex trafficking here in Houston as well. I I think that only applies to the robot the robot dolls though, if they're made out of recycled car parts. <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't know that I buy the claim that 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 um, this see it says robot brothel will just create an expansion of the already dehumanizing act of sex buying. Well, I disagree with with the with that. Buying is legal. Yeah, there's no dehumanizing. There wasn't any humanizing in the first place. Right, exactly. Uh, sex robots will not decrease sex trafficking in Houston. I'm, I I wouldn't suggest that they are. I think the people that are interested in having a sex robot are not the same people that are interested in the sex trade, right? So it probably will not decrease it, right? I, I, I have no... It will only encourage more men to become sex buyers. I don't know if that's true or not. And buying... buying sex with a sex robot is not the same as buying sex with a human but once again you know selling is legal fucking is legal why isn't selling fucking legal i think they're yeah, probably what? concerned concerned by the health aspects i that you could get a computer virus <laughs> but here's the thing is that if they're not cleaned up properly, i mean there, there is a sanitation ex, you know thing here that that is a concern but can be dealt with these things can be sanitized they're made of of silicone for the most part right so yeah, and, take- and like, uh, but you know, there are a lot of people who uh, who don't like sitting on toilet seats because they're getting other people's butt cooties. So, sex robots or sex robots sexually objectify women and children. Well, I don't know that that's true. I, um, what do sex what? robots have to do with children? I well, yeah. Okay, uh, are, are they are that do they have children sex robots? Is that what they're what they're doing? I, yeah, that's a messed up. Okay, I, but that, here's yeah. the thing: is that yeah. we there are people who are attracted to children, right? And because that's the way that they're wired, right? So while we don't want them going out and having sex with children, if they could have a child's uh, sex doll, would we have a problem with that? That that why may be a way. I mean, like uh, that that that's a completely other other discussion, right there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's not. I don't think it's even related to this. Since uh, there's yeah. no uh, there there's no allegations that anybody's doing anything with. Uh, uh, sex dolls shaped like children. No, but but they but why but they they're the ones that brought it up, not me. <laughs> I don't know what it has to do with children. What I, I, I guess it's like just taking away the child sex I, slippery slope. Uh, exactly, it's, it's a slippery, slippery slope. slope yeah, yeah. I have yet to see a sex doll that looks like a child. Period. Every one of them seems to be, you know, uh, I mean, they. I would. I, you could say that they look like maybe teenagers, right? Yeah. To you know, or but, anime, or anime. But well, the one in the picture with the creator, um, I would say that she looks like uh, 
I, I would actually describe her as being unnaturally endowed. Sure. And and I think that that's extremely common, right? Um, multiple robot brothels around the world have been shut down because of public health risks. Well, this this might be, this is like the only argument that they have that um, even holds water, as far as I can tell. And I think that it can be dealt with. Um, there is no proven safe way to handle the disinfecting of humanoids. Well... They're made of silicone. You take out the parts and you boil them, and that can be done. So I'm I'm not so sure that that I that I buy that. I, I bet that some of them have been shut down for for health reasons, but I think that it can be dealt with. Yeah. I think the health reasons were probably just because they were not cleaning them properly. I I would tend to agree. Which is that's not an unusual thing for such things as even a tattoo parlor. And I mean, they, people sure. have been making uh, sex toys that uh, will tend to get dirty for a long time. They they tend to make ways uh, that you can clean them effectively. Right. So I don't buy any of their arguments is um, what it comes down to. I don't I I think, you know, this whole objectifying thing is to me. They say that anytime that they don't like something, we don't like porn because it objectifies women. Yeah. Some of it does. Not all of it. Right. Well, I mean, this objectifies objects. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't I just don't think that any of these are a good enough reason that to say you we can't have that. We, you know, that, that they can't put this up now. That's I think the idea of of objectifying women is kind of a fuzzy concept in and of itself. Too. I, I agree. And I, I'm not I'm not saying that that it's a good thing to objectify women, but I'm just saying, what does that mean? Exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm not I'm not sure that this constitutes objectifying women. Yeah, well, that's the that's thing. There's a basic attitude that if you think of women in a sexual context, you're objectifying them. I'm sorry, I have a hard time not thinking of them in a sexual context. But I also don't treat them as objects. I treat them as people. And you can, you know, you can be attractive to them sexually and not think of them as objects. While these are objects specifically designed to attract you, as like, okay, well, these should be objectified because that's what they're there for. That is, that but, is exactly what they're there for. Right, but that doesn't mean you're going to transfer. I'm objectifying an object, or I'm objectifying a real woman. I, you know, no, to, to assume that's going to happen is really kind of playing the game. Humans are very that. good at compartmentalizing. Yeah, you know, so I don't buy it. now. But, yeah. That said, well, I'm going to find women sexually attractive. I'm sorry, no matter what they say, the claim to objectifying it. If I say a woman I'm physically attracted to, I'm going to find her physically attractive. That doesn't mean it's right. But there's a difference. Just because you find a woman sexually attracted doesn't mean that you have to act on it, right? Right. Acknowledging it is one thing, right? But that doesn't mean you go up to her and say, hey, baby, looking good, right? That, right. That's objectifying, right? But then, like, with porn and Playboy and stuff, when the women put themselves out there, um, I, I'm not putting them down for them being there and being, hey, look, do, do you find this attractive? Look at me. No. And I, do, I, I don't think it's a horrible thing and without we're objectifying women because – we find that attractive. Right, but if we're not you, hunting them down and forcing them to do it. But if you see one of those women walking in the street just because she posts her playbook, it does not doesn't mean that you can go up to her and, and say something right. to her about it, right? Completely agree. And just I because they or touch her or do anything exactly, lewd right? or all that other stuff. Those are the things that well, that would be Exactly. Yeah. I mean so those are the things that, that would be over the line. But looking at a woman saying she's attractive or or a man, I mean <laughs> But just I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Thor. I'm just saying. <laughs> just because there are sex toys out there that look like women um, and you enjoy them does not mean you're going to take that and treat women like that. Right. So, I mean, we, we can make that argument. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, but here's, you know, here's, but I, I think the I think the the point though that you're not addressing with what you were talking about there is that if Bill Cosby has taught us anything, <laughs> it's that if you see a woman that you find sexually attractive, you do have to drug and molest her for hours. <laughs> here's the thing: I don't have to give a sex doll ketamine, right? There's not a consent yeah, issue would, with, oh. with the sex doll. Nope. <laughs> okay. Not unless you try to make them. But here's what this company did. So they 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 had a place that they were going to put there, and they and when they signed the lease, they told them that they, that it was going to be an art gallery. <laughs> okay. And I, I'm I'm I can see art gallery. Right, but they did not tell them about the brothel side of the business, which but that I, you could that you could fuck the object, you could fuck the artworks. Right, they, and so I think that they were a little bit misleading in how they characterized their business. But, uh, well, bit. actually, I'd be I'd question if you could call it prostitution or even a real brothel because it's not if they're the yeah, dolls. If they're an object and um, guys just paying to play with them. Uh, they're not, not. They're not AI. Yeah, <laughs> they're appliances. Yeah, right. they're basically big chunks of rubber. I'll be. I would argue even if, if they do have AI, they're still appliances. So, but, the, but here's the thing: is that the area that they were going to put this in, uh, Richmond in Chimney Rock. Full of strip clubs, <laughs> full of strip clubs and, and sex shops. And I mean, well, yeah, I would argue that this is a place to objectify women. <laughs> this is an immortal way. This is an immoral way of objectifying women. Yeah, basically go to strip clubs, get, um, get yourself aroused, go to the bathroom, get yourself off. That's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, you know, the, the thing about it is that I'm sure that this mayor has good instincts for when something is squicky and when it's not. And this is clearly squicky. Uh, you know, I, I don't know squicky. much. I don't, I don't know much about the mayor, but when when I listen to him, you know, I, he he doesn't want it here. And if and if he he if he has to have it, he wants it to regulate it. And I think that that's yep. reasonable. Um, but just because you don't want something doesn't mean you have the right to tell them that they can't have this business here. I I, I mean, yes. I, I just don't. I, and the the legal analysis um, that I heard a guy put forth was that listen there is there is no laws preventing people from paying to have sex with robots and so eventually they they'll probably find a place that will let them have the facility and, and then we'll and we'll see what this fight goes again but they, they cannot misrepresent their business when they sign a lease that's right. not okay that's and that's problem. where they got themselves in trouble here and th so that's what put an end to it is is the misrepresentation of their business are they going to have facilities there for women as well I don't know that they would, you know, right? I think a there's a room with say. a bunch of Maytag washers in it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Little too oh man! <laughs> Here we are <laughs> saying we're not going to objectify women, and Mac, 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 make sure that we do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm breaking new ground every day and wind. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I'm. I don't have a problem with, with the idea of this place existing. I do have a problem with them misrepresenting themselves. And I do think that that, that regulation is okay, right? But here's the right. thing, is that in general... And, you know, the sanitary issue would be the number one thing. And so, yeah. Yeah. Come in, have them inspected regularly, make sure, you know, see what the process is to keep them clean. All that should be huge part of it. And, you know, they should have, sort of saying, yeah, we've been approved for our methods for cleaning, stuff like that should be listed openly. Yeah. So well, you know, they're calling an art gallery, and I don't know art, but I know what I like sexual. 
Yeah, so I, I actually, I, I'm interested in the controversy. I hope that they find another place where they can set this up, and we'll see what happens. I, Brian, I want to draw your attention down to the bottom of that first article, though, because okay. I think you're missing the real payoff of this, okay. which is the fact that sex dolls were actually invented by Dutch sailors in the 17th century. You're right. I, 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 that is the payoff. I buried the lead. You fucking buried the lead. <laughs> lead with that next time. Okay. So sex dolls have been around since the 17th century when Dutch sailors reportedly created masper- masturbatory aids from old clothes in the shape of women. Okay, wow. then. And right. apparently uh, some some Japanese sex dolls are still referred to as Dutch wives. <laughs> okay. Well, and now you know. And now you know. Yep, knowing is half the damn battle. So last week I made a. I, I was saying that I that I thought Las Vegas that uh, prostitution was not legal in Las Vegas, and so I put up a map here. There's actually a lot of places where it's not legal or it's restricted um, the prostitution. And yes, Las Vegas and Rio, it is not legal. Um, but interestingly enough, that this article on Wikipedia says that there is more more prostitution money. Um, made by the illegal um, prostitution in Vegas and Rio than um, than in the legal um, counties. Um, there's only like 20 brothels, I think it said, um, 20 active brothels. Uh, 21 legal brothels exist um, as of February 2018. So not as many as I, I, I would have thought. I, I, I think I would have thought there were more brothels than that. Um, but certainly like the Bunny Ranch, which I think everybody knows because of the TV show. Yeah. And then Sherry's Ranch. So, anyways, <laughs> I, I I just wanted to to, to show up. Um, they're in um, I think it was uh, Clark County, and and uh, prostitution is not legal in Clark County. Well, that's where Superman lives. In Nevada, really? Clark County, Nevada. Clark County. All right. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? Oh, we got Alaskan lawmaker. I'm sorry, claimed... but Smallville is in Kansas. Smallville is in Kansas, Mad Cat. I know it's difficult. Nobody knows where Metropolis is. <laughs> it's across the river from Gotham City. Is it? Okay, well, yeah, that, that is true. You know the the sound that robots make when they orgasm? That's the uh, modem dialing sound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the world's worst sounds. <laughs> what What is the sound they make when they fake it? Same noise, right? <laughs> no, it's no sound when old computers boot it up. Alaskan lawmaker claims gay Arkansas. pride hey, is. I'm anti- going to add one more thing on the on the robot sex thing. So, would the mayor be uh, more approving if it was electric sheep rather than electric girls? No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas so, lawmaker uh, claims gay pride press- festival is anti-Christian attack. Wow. All right. What do I got here, Mac? Okay. Well, is, so we got this on Patheos, but what, 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 where did Patheos? What, what's the Patheos? What source did Patheos well, use? Um, actually, this is um my my one issue with having put this in here and looking at it is it is three years old. Oh, okay. But um, it it, it, it is actually verifiable that the um the stuff was said. So basically, you know, it, it, I think it's still relevant today. But uh, three years ago, Senator Jason. Report got upset because hometown of Conway, Arkansas, is host, hosted its twelfth annual Gay Pride Parade, and his claims um, were basically that the um, 
they are mocking the Christian values, and so they're anti-Christian, anti-God, anti-all that. Um, and then he was up, overly upset because it was on Sunday, the Sabbath, which could lead to a whole other um, debate over the fact that um, traditionally Sabbath was actually originally Saturday. But that's just another one of those Christian things. They changed um, the Sabbath. I mean, I, th- I think you can get that 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 they changed the date of the Sabbath. Yeah, <laughs> I think that. But um, he goes on claiming homosexuality is is hate. Yeah, they, hate. They, okay, but they've been saying this. So we heard this article. We we've heard this a lot, especially, and this really ramped up with um with same sex marriage becoming yeah. legal. That that basically they were being persecuted because you were <coughs> because you were making. Um, making same-sex marriage legal, and you're damaging their marriage, and and you know that this is just a the Christians are really good at claiming persecution when there is none. Right. Uh, I, this I guy's. I, I'm looking over this guy's Wikipedia page, and he's like a like a boilerplate boilerplate Republican. Oh yeah. He's he's basically every issue that every issue that the uh, that the GOP is against he's against wholeheartedly yeah oh yeah he's he, i mean certainly he's he's playing the party line here and it's nothing that we that i mean it's 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 this we're still hearing this stuff it's still relevant because we still are hearing this crap and here's the thing we're in it we're kind of at a crucial time because we have a supreme court that is will be willing providing that they, they get all the people that they want to to re-examine same-sex marriage right and and other and other laws that what that are currently settled law, but they will they they will say to say that well that what they're doing is creating precedent on top of precedent, right? Right. And uh, so it, it's critical that we keep talking about this kind of shit that they're that they're pulling oh, yeah. for that reason. Well, it's it's interesting how much they see it all as being <clears throat> attacked. I recall I want to say it was about ten years ago. Some people on this one site I was active with. We're talking about how the, a law in California that said that the schools could not promote um, anything anti-homosexual in them. And a bunch of concerns were like, oh, my God, they're attacking mothers and fathers. And I'm like, why would the basic family structure be anti-homosexual? And they never gave a good reason. I, you know, They were trying to justify it. Like, well, they don't believe in mothers and fa- becoming mothers and fathers and stuff like that. You can't you, you can't you know have a family structure like that and claim you're um not anti-homosexual like no actually what you're saying makes no sense whatsoever that gay people like their parents gay people often become parents why would mother and father be anti-gay you know um, this idea that 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 there's this golden way to raise families in that that you know you must have a mother and a father yeah and children do best in this and here's the thing is that that even if that was true that that is the best way to raise a child. It does not mean that other ways are are, are not appropriate, right? If you have right. two mothers, at least you still have two people that are that are caring for you, even if it isn't optimal. Not everybody is going to get an optimal family, and sometimes you just take what take what you, what you can. And it's ridiculous to say that <laughs> if it isn't optimal, it should be outlawed, right? I mean, it's just right. just crazy. Even even if, and I don't think that that it's true. No, there's but, been no evidence. But even it if it was true, just because it because that it, that it may be the best doesn't doesn't mean that we we should we should may you know I mean doesn't mean everybody's going to get the optimal piece. It would be optimal for everybody to to be 
you know, have an income that where they don't have to worry, uh, you know, about where their next paycheck's going to come from, too. But they don't seem to want to fix that. No. No. Yeah, but basically, if well, you look that'll at be it, fixed by trickle down economics. Yeah, of course. Oh, God. Technically, <laughs> uh, technically, for pretty much anything, if you can argue, if you're not doing it the exact optimal way that uh, you're hurting, like uh, like for raising child, you could say you're hurting the child if you're not doing it the exact optimal optimal way. If you like, if you don't feed them the exact diet that is optimal for them, I guess, for example, or whatever. Right. Exactly. It, it, it's crazy. Um, that I mean, it has to if it's it's optimal or nothing, right? I mean, it's uh, that that's as black and white as you can get. If I mean, what are you supposed to do if you can't get the optimal situation then? <clears throat> and and you know, like we're 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 implying that there is an optimal situation that we can discern, but it's it's nowhere near that clear cut for any of these types of things. No, and I agree with that, right? But this idea remember- that we're not going to let two gay, we're not going to let our two, you know, same sex couple adopt a child because because a child needs a mother and a father i remember some years ago on murphy brown where the character decided that she was going to have her child alone this is a character and of course quail went and said something in the news he lost about it (laughs) he lost his shit about it and so they decided to make a point of it and have an episode where Murphy Brown makes a point against Quail for saying I believe that. the point that she made was at least she could spell potato. Well, <laughs> that too, but that's an American spelling anyway. So, uh, that well, that's not the worst thing that he said, that he said, right? I mean, we I could I'll give him a pass on that one. It, it's they learn to speak Latin to speak to the Latin Americans that I can't let go. <laughs> but the thing is though is that in the show they had a whole bunch of single parents come out with their children and uh, indicate basically you're screwed, Quail. And it's the same when it comes to people who are gay, lesbian. So it's their lives. They are not hurting anyone. They're not hurting the children. Uh, To have everything perfect, like you said, it doesn't happen. I mean, we don't even have a world where people have the parents there for the children all the time because one may be out or both may be out working all the time. So what are the kids doing? Great. So that's not the optimal situation for the kids. They're not gay or bisexual. They are heterosexuals doing it. Well, gays and bisexuals can be doing it as well. But the heterosexuals have been doing that for how many years? So the same case. It's not a perfect, perfect world. Live with it. The mother needs to be in the home. The father needs to be out providing. And the child needs to have a mother and a father. There you and go. And the mother, Which needs, is to be, their perfect the mother world. needs to be barefoot and pregnant with the next child. Right. Okay, we're not yeah. quivering. We're not, we're, we're not quivering, right? I mean, so, so I think, I think you're pushing it. Let's scamper on back to the <laughs> 1900s. Exactly. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Only back to the 1950s. That's where the Republicans want to go. <laughs> well, I, I, I had to let myself into my house after school every day and sit around watching TV while waiting for my parents to get home from work. Yeah. And look at how you turned out. Yeah, maybe not the best argument. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, my my mother was at home, right? Look at how I turned out. Hey, my parents were downstairs in the office. Making another kid, fed? right? <laughs> 
Yeah. I, but so, yeah, anytime there's anything out there that tries to promote homosexuality as not being pure evil, the Christians decide that something wholesome about America is now under attack. Oh, hell, I had, four, I had four mothers. There were my mom and my three sisters, but I had four mothers. Hey, isn't that perfect? Yep. Once again, not a great argument. How uh, how often do you have your periods now? <laughs> um, usually at the end of a sentence. <laughs> Good one. All right. So, okay, this this could be in the bigot section, but I put it in. What the fuck are you thinking? Well, I I have been reading the guy's Wikipedia page as we've been talking. Which guy? And I think that I'm uh, Jason Jason Rappert or Rapert, whatever his name is, the Arkansas State Senator. Senator oh, okay, we I, I was going to move on, but that's okay. Oh, well, I, I think I found the source of his the source of his uh, major major upset and what may have started him on this crusade in the first place. Apparently, he is very Christian. He is the founder of Holy Ghost Ministries. Uh, makes annual missionary visits to Ghana, and uh, apparently he pay, he plays the fiddle. And I think probably he's upset that the devil picked a guy named Johnny instead to play for the Golden Fiddle. I think that that's what really what really happened. If the devil had gone to Arkansas, he would have been happier. Okay, but but the problem is that Johnny did not play as well as the devil, and he still managed to win that. So the whole thing was rigged. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I disagree because the devil had a whole band of demons backing him. Exactly. It was awesome. You know, and, and when when we're on the subject, then we get over to the whole tenacious day and the pick of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Texas, <laughs> Texas attorney, is this the AG, the attorney general opposes student who didn't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. So in West Texas, of course, um, a student, uh, 17-year-old, um, I guess Indian, um, native. I I don't know. It says well, certain, her name is India Landry. India Landry. Okay, I'm sorry. Didn't stand Doesn't for say the flag. She's Indian. Oh, I don't know. And she was told that that it's the law that she has to stand for this pledge, which oh, of course is a outright lie. Yeah, but to say that's a lie is violating this guy's First Amendment rights. Yeah, fuck that. He's he's you a know the guy could liar. honestly think that it was the law. I could he though? I mean, he's supposed to be the attorney general, right? Uh, of okay, Texas. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> you know, I, I you think should know it's, better. I think it's really good a good use of an attorney general's time to, you know, to get into a pissing match with a seventeen year old. So I support him. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton was interviewed uh to oppose a teen student who sued uh the school for expelling her over refusing to stand for the pledge. So here's the thing is that you do not have to stand for the pledge. This is settled law. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the fact that they may even make people stand for pledges of allegiance or national anthem, I think, is pretty stupid and kind of creepy. Well, yeah. it's very anti-American of you to say that, you Canadian. <laughs> 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 but I agree. I never had a problem standing for the Canadian anthem. Listen, here's, here's the thing. It, it, it's false patriotism. The, the idea that... that you're going to stand up and say this thing every day just because it's the tradition is ridiculous. That's a complete uh, Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. mean anything at that point. It's just well, something you yeah, do. That's part of the do. biggest problem with any of the, the forcing you to take a pledge of allegiance basically says the pledge is meaningless. Exactly. Because you're forced to take it. So if, if you're not doing it willingly, <laughs> it's of no use whatsoever. Right. 
Right. And I'm only in the minority opinion here, but I think uh, even like uh, just, I, I think just taking a pledge, like having a pledging allegiance to a country, I think is uh, wrong. Like having an allegiance to your country, I think that's wrong. I think I agree with that. It's very un-American, you Canadian, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the whole nationalism thing does get pretty disgusting. It gets times. disgusting, is what it gets. Yeah. I be, know, oh, I'm born in this country, therefore it makes it therefore the greatest I'm better country. than you. They yeah. say every time, every time, if you say that the, that the U.S. is doing something wrong, you're being anti-patriotic. No, I'm being patriotic. I'm calling us on our shit when it needs to be called. Right? That yep. that's patriotism. Blind, that blindly doing everything you know that that you're told to do is is not patriotism. It's you know it, it's it's following like a like a duck, like a little duckling. Actually looking at our policies and scrutinizing them and calling bullshit where there's bullshit, that's patriotic, right? I want to make the country I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even call that patriotic. I'd call that just this is the place where you live and you want to improve it. Exactly, right? But I, yeah. but I, I think that I feel like that is what patriotism is. What is patriotism if it's not that? If it's not calling yourself on your own shit? Yep, I agree. <laughs> Well, we could, uh, you could get into like definitions of what patriotism actually means, and I guess there's a there's a whole other discussion there. But is it is it more patri- patriotic to to say you know just to say the U.S. is the best country in the world? We do everything right, and if you think we did something wrong, you're the one who's wrong. That's patriotism. It's more patriotic to see something wrong and try to improve it. I yeah. I, I I think so too. Oh. But if I, if I see something wrong where I live and I want to improve it, I'm not doing it out of a sense of allegiance to my country. I'm doing it because this is where I live and I want it's to see things right improved, thing improved here. I, right. I, I this agree. This is where I live. I want to see things improved here. That, I'm not sure that's patriot. I, I, I don't know, but I don't think that, that what, what these people are calling patriotism is actually patriotism either. Right. <laughs> so I guess I don't know what patriotism is. Well, but I've, I've looked at it and patriotism is what we consider patriotism often feels really fake to me. Anyone could do it. Hey, put the flag up, or you're not patriotic. Um, yeah, you know, what the I'll fuck is that? By waving the flag, by wearing the flag, by doing everything associated with the flag. How is that patriotic? I don't know. I have no clue. Flag. I don't know how that makes anybody patriot, patriotic yeah. because they fly. Well, my country is so great that I deny same-sex couples the right <laughs> to marry. That's how great my my country is. Of course, we don't need my more. But is I mean, so great that I allow them to go and beat up people who are incarcerated we uh, my country is so great because we prevent brown people from coming in <laughs> but none of that's what they look at when they talk about patriotism it's no. how you um worship the flag how you sing the anthem how you say the pledge how you blindlessly go along with everyone else with all this and see i i can show respect i've studied the, the flag i have respect for um certain aspects of what it's supposed to represent that I can understand, but to, to me, to take the flag and say the only way to be patriotic is to salute this and worship it, no, no, that's not that. That crosses the respect line and goes into you've turned this into your new god, which yeah. is anti-Christian to worship an idol. Yeah, I, actually, I've seen that. And <laughs> yeah. if you look at it, it's kind of weird because the fundamental Christians are generally the ones that worship the flag, and I don't think they quite understand that they um quite often turn the flag into this thing called a graven image, which they're supposed to be against. Well, you could say the, thing about, the same thing about the crosses they wear around their neck, right? I mean, that's yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. Now, so, there's a lot of people out there looking 
for things to worship. And they don't understand the difference between worship and respect. Yeah. And I think that's a big, big what? thing that we need to um, teach people. But I think the is, thing that makes that most makes the, this false patriotism is what you said about following doing it mindlessly. And right. I think that's the big problem is that people aren't considering their actual actions. The person who decided not to stand took more time to consider their actions than the people that did. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. the person who's being persecuted. The one that I would argue is being more patriotic, whether in, oh, yeah. it, that may be in as dumbass points out, that may be the <clears throat> wrong definition. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I don't even I, I'm kind of fuzzy on the definition of patriotism myself. But OK, um, I, I kind of feel like uh um, people shouldn't have a huge allegiance to the just where their happenstance of birth. Right. No, because if you do that, you don't call them on their shit when it's necessary. Well, actually, remember, I, I was talking about the respect for it. I respect the ideas of the Constitution. I look at it. I see what it says. Like, okay, that I can respect. Do I respect my government? It hasn't really earned my respect. Okay, but let me ask you time. this. Can the Constitution be wrong? Yes. Okay, but, um, but right there, that takes more thought than, than what these people are saying. Yeah. Well, not necessarily wrong, but outdated. It needs to be revised. Well, it needs to be looked at and said, okay, what parts of this no longer work? Let's fix however, it. However, it shouldn't be changed to a factor of a new type of um, or old type of uh, system, like the religious system, to run over it. Right. It should be changed in a factor of being used in order to better the people and everything going on in your country. Your country right. your country and our country both are not uh, supposed to be a one <laughs> one arm stagnant yeah. realm where you're trying to uh, trying to get rid of every single other nationality there is. Right. Uh, I mean, come on, how many times have people teased and joked about like China doing that or some other right. country doing yeah. that, uh, being in the past people who would not did not want to have anything to do with other nationalities. And here our countries are doing this themselves. Right. Yeah. Where does this come off from? Yeah, I don't know. Have you guys watched The Handmaid's Tale? No, I haven't yet. No. Nope. I think that it, it very much is is um relevant relevant to this discussion because basically if they they show what happens when theocracy takes over and it's not good for women for one thing um i would argue (laughs) right and and interestingly enough that with one of the main characters have written several books on how she how she felt women should act at home and stuff like that and somebody asked her do do you imagine a, a world like this and she says what do you mean a world where where women or nobody can read the books that you wrote, and I, and to me that that was very telling. She 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 wrote all these books about how about this society that she thought would be so perfect, and then when she got it, the funny thing is, is that now that now it's illegal to read books in the books unless you're a man. You can <coughs> if you're a man you can read a book, but if you're a woman you can't. And she's created a a world where the books that she wrote aren't available to the women she wrote it for. I, it, it's it's. It's just, and she probably wouldn't even be allowed to write anymore. She's not. She absolutely is not. Yeah. It, it the Handmaid's Tale it is 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 very scary. And what I I find interesting about it is that I feel like it could happen, right? I don't think it's going to, but it could. Hopefully not. Yeah. So I I would well, it's, it's, I would suggest watching it at least. The talking first about season. the diversity and everything, one of the most interesting arguments 
well, the weakest argument the Christians ever have is we can't allow, um, uh, what's it called? The Islam's, um, right. Sharia law, Sharia, Sharia law. And it's like, I am completely with you on that. They're like, okay. So instead, um, let, let our Bible be, um, we base all the laws on. No, that's the exact same thing. Basically what you want to do is say our Sharia law is better than their Sharia law. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's still enacting Sharia law. And if anything, if you let, if, if the um, fundamental Christians actually were to win that and have our laws starting to be based off of religious ideas, it would actually open the door to allow Sharia and make it easier for Sharia law to become a thing. Rather than say, no, 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 just cut, cut it right off that. No, no religious text should um, influence what our laws are. Yeah. So, but to get back to our so there was story, this Facebook meme. There, there was this Facebook meme I saw that said um, if you had a if there if you had a forced to have a robot in your house uh, that uh, uh, that was programmed to uphold everything in the Bible, would you feel safe around it? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm pretty and, sure everyone in the house would have been stoned to death by now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that, but my, my response to that, because there, the the image on, on the on the meme was uh, kind of of like one of those uh, toy robots that you see that you can program to do different things, and it had a cross on its chest. And I said, well, you know, if the robot is like the robot in the picture, like a foot tall and barely able to manipulate a pencil, I, I'd, I'd find that awesome. I'd eat shrimp in front of it just to watch it throw a conniption. <laughs> and then electrocute you to crud. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm, I'm assuming it doesn't have that power. <laughs> Here's the thing. So the attorney general told the student that it was illegal for them to not stand for the pledge. And what's funny about this, though, it's another Christian group that pushed this through the Supreme Court in the first place to make sure that they didn't have to stand for the pledge for um, for many of the reasons that that um, that Ian brought up, you know, about the uh, idols and stuff like that. And that's the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, they, they're the, I don't think they consider themselves a Christian. Group. Yes, they do. They are Christians. They probably consider everybody else to be not Christian. I would imagine that that's true as well. Um, but whether you, whether you, I mean, the Mormons consider themselves to be Christians, but other Christians don't consider them to be Christians. But yes, the Jehovah's Witnesses claim to be Christian. We've covered this one on the show before, um, and I, I don't care. Um, as far as I'm concerned, they are another Christian group, and they, and they're the ones that that made it so that this was already settled law. Right, this attorney general is one hundred percent wrong because of another Christian group who who already you know who already took this to task and made this I, settled law. You know, I think we got to cut him some slack though, Brian, because you know if he's this busy defending the law, I'm sure he doesn't have time to study it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I say something funny? Oh yeah. Um, just to, just so that I'm clear here. This is from JW.org. Yes, we are Christians and the followers and followers for this for these reasons. And they give a whole bunch of reasons as to why they are Christians. Okay. Um, we try we try to follow closely the teachings and behaviors of Jesus Christ. Peter 1, uh, 2, 21. We believe that Jesus is the key to our salvation. And I, and I would argue that 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 is is one of the big tenets of Christianity and that there is uh, there is not another name under heaven that has been given amongst men by which must be saved so so you so you must be you know follow you must ask for Jesus' salvation so yes Jehovah's witnesses absolutely consider themselves to be Christians so so this 
this uh, uh, this Christian attorney general is going against another group of Christian, and that's what makes this art makes this even more um, interesting because if this goes, it, this probably will not go back to the Supreme Court. They they they're not going to be able to expel the kid for doing this because they have the right to do so. It's I mean it's it's very much the law. They're they they've already lost this. But what's interesting about it is that, you know, it, it, the Jehovah's Witnesses made sure that we had this right. So it's Christians against Christians. And this is one of the reasons that we have a secular nation, right? Because because if we say we're a Christian nation, what type of Christian? Mormon yep. Christianity, Jehovah's Witnesses, Catholicism, you know, Lutheran. What, what, what do you mean by Christian nation is one of the huge problems that that brings up. Because there are so many different types of Christians, dominionist Christians, quivers, right? Yeah, you could you could basically that say that uh, Christianity is the vast majority religion, but that that's really kind of kind of vague and uh, doesn't really mean anything. I agree that that's the problem with, with, with saying that we're Christians. Well, what is what could that what does that mean? So this is so our attorney general is a moron and a piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, that that was. Just funny. <laughs> Ah, let's move on. What, what do we want to end with here? Uh, with uh, are we moving to octopus? I'm okay. We won't if we move to octopus. Whatever we want to do. Well, it's we that that seemed to connect to something we were talking about for doing next week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move it to another day. So boy. we're gonna do drunk animals next week. Drunk animals. <laughs> okay. Uh, week after next. Let's end on the world's oldest customer complaint. Oh, that's what. Let, let we'll move we'll move the divorce rate as well. That that can move as well, but. I, I do not want us to. I mean that that's another huge discussion for us. Um, so let, let's let's go ahead. Yeah, I think you're right, Mac. We'll end. So um, this is from MSN.com. World's oldest customer complaint goes viral, and I made reference yeah. to this last week that if people were going right. to complain about us, I wanted it on stone tablets, and this is the reason why. Yeah. So um, basically, a three thousand eight hundred year old Babylonian tablet. Um, was found in the ancient Sumerian city-state of Ur in Mesopotamia. Um, and basically, it is being held as the oldest customer complaint. Um, the essence of it is, um, it sounds like your basic bait-and-switch. This guy's claiming, um, I don't know if he even gives the name of who it was, but apparently his servant, Demilson, is mentioned a few times, it sounds like. Um <clears throat> So it sounds like you had a merchant come into some guy's shop and try and sell him um, copper ingots. And he sold him really high-quality copper ingots, and the guy ordered a whole bunch of them. But the quality of the ingots that were delivered were not as good as what he had been presented originally. Um, so he's quite upset with the guy, trying to um, remember the whole essence of it. He's trying to get um, something done, but for some he's reason— He's looking for a full refund. <laughs> Did he ask for a full refund? Yeah, he said you. It is up to you to restore my money to me in full. Okay, yeah, I see it right there. You're right. Um, for some reason though, there is a war going, on, and that's getting in the way of this because you, I guess you have to go wherever they're being shipped from. Um, is on the other side of the war zone. I'm guessing because well, I, 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 something that might be a factor in this is if you're receiving copper ore, you might be using copper. Hello. Uh oh. Uh, up until you dropped out? I uh, yeah. Uh no no. Um yeah, so we ended it Mac was saying something about the uh 
Mac was saying something is where I dropped out. Okay, what I was saying was that uh, um, the copper ore could be used in weapons production because copper ore is vital in creating bronze. So it could be, be used either for making weapons or making armor um, or, you know, any any bronze any bronze tool or whatever else. But if I, if memory serves copper and tin are what make bronze. Either way, the fact that he took the time to, to put this into a tablet, right? I and mean, that's well, it, commitment. It, it might be the only way he could deliver the message. Cause he under, I guess a war is going on. Cause they, he makes a reference to the enemy territory. I guess the set he's sending um his servants through the enemy territory to deliver his um complaint is what it sounds like. Yeah. So, I guess this was uh, a, a nice, solid way to make sure it didn't get destroyed. Hopefully. <laughs> you know, I read a bit of Kineoform, and it looks like he gave him one and a half stars on Yelp. <laughs> Man, having a pen pal in the old days must have been a pain. <laughs> it's a real chore. It's a real chore. It's, yeah, but the, but the postal carriers were incredibly strong. <laughs> trick of the art. Trick of the art. I, I, just, it, I just think it could, the other it took commitment. There's almost a timelessness to this because it is a complete you hear. Like, no, you, you know, you, you cheated me. You presented me um, one thing. The quality, I, I, you know, we see it on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, Amazon and stuff where, no, the quality you showed is not what I got. I'm giving you, a, you know, one story, give me a refund. And so apparently, you know, the, the, the same cons were happening nearly 4,000 years ago. <laughs> Caveat emptor. We have not changed as much as we think we have. Well, <laughs> caveat emptor is an ancient uh, saying. Yep. What's old is new again. Yep. No, that's a different saying. No, it is. <laughs> yeah, caveat emptor is let the buyer beware. Ah, oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, I think that's it. Unless we got anything yep. else. Is that it? Say okay. goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. And another one in the robot catalog. <laughs> oh, baby. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Share Alike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at SoundCloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.